Thanks for listening to another one. We love having you guys hear all of our opinions on everything we talk about every week. But we do need to keep the podcast going. And that's all with your help. You can partner with us by going to teambeats.com slash partner and giving today. Also, you can just cash app us. Dollar sign T-E-A-M-B-Z. Wait, 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 right there. I just want to give a quick shout out to my boy Sammy Slammy19 for the donation to Team Bees. Team Bees. We out. It's Rich Beans. It's RBZ. It's Kalia. Hello, it's Kaya. It's your boy Trey B. Cars, aka Trey. 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 Another one. Another one. Hello and welcome to another episode of Another One. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is another episode and today we are going to be talking about something that, (sighs) yeah, for me it was a bit tough, so, um, this is going to be an interesting conversation. We as a family had the privilege of watching the docu-series on Netflix by Ava DuVernay titled When They See Us. Mm. And this particular uh, docu-series was really, really heavy. It is about the exonerated five is what they are known as today. Uh, But at one point, they were called the Central Park Five. And they were called that because they were five teenagers between the ages of 14 and 15. One was 16 uh, that were arrested um, in the park where a jogger was raped and basically left for dead. And so on this particular night, these boys happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And they were essentially arrested and convicted and sentenced to time in jail for a crime that they were later exonerated of. And uh, watching this particular film was heavy. That's the first word that comes to my mind because I remember when we turned it on in the first 23 minutes, I was heated. I was like, I'm looking forward, but he did Silence speaks volumes. It does. I was really, really, really heated. And we had to pause the the um that particular episode because I just needed to take a breather. Yeah. Because it was tight. It really was. I wouldn't say that it was um for me so much so like well it was. It was just for me, I was just kind of like really irritated. Mm -hmm. And I honestly don't get how people treat other people like trash or like they're just, they're not as worth it as as another one. Like that just, we're all here. We're all 
on this earth together. Like, why are you treating me like I'm like, I haven't even when you, especially when you haven't done anything Mm -hmm. like I've, this is how I came into the world. I can't change what I look like per se. Right. Right. So what do you like? What do you want me to do about it? Because you have ill feelings toward me because of whatever you dealt with. Mm-hmm. That's just I don't know, and that just makes me, that makes me so mad. And watching shows or movies or anything where people are being mistreated for no reason, like they didn't do no anything wrong. Their skin color, right? Right. So no reason. Right. Right. Or or even. Well, so their skin color and and one of the challenges that I had with watching the movie was the fact that it's these grown police officers and the people who are there, they are charging for doing this stuff are kids. Right. Right. And you're saying that kids went and beat up. And sexually assaulted a grown woman. Right? Now, is it possible? Yeah. I mean, it's possible. But once you talk to those kids at the time and realize, like, no, these are kids. Like, kid-minded. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like that's two different things. Like, you can tell a, a, a kid that's... um. Uh, let's say adult minded, right? Versus a kid that is a mature kid, young kid. Right. Because just because someone is in an area that might be bad or area that might be um, where you have a lot of crime going on or whatever, it doesn't mean that, that the kid even understands what's going on because a kid is just going to be a kid, you know, but then you got these grown adults talking to these kids and acting as if these kids are trying to hold information or you know or or, um what's the word outthink them you know what i mean and they're really answering their questions they're saying they didn't do it they're they're you know they're even in there crying trying to get home and play xbox right well they just wanted to go home right yeah they just wanted to go home and 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 they use that they use that to their disadvantage, yeah. you know, because they want to go home. Okay. You want to go home? Well, then do this. Yeah. You know, say you did it. It's like, they're just like, that's what, like, even more so than let me get at you for your skin color. It's like, they're like, they're, they're 12, 13, 16, 15. Yeah. I think it's like 14, 15, 16, right? That's what you right. said? I don't know why I said 12, but... They're just, <laughs> That's what it seemed like. That one yes, boy looked like he was 12. They're just so young, and it's like... She was really in the show. She was really making... Because it could have been more than her. The one... What's, who, what lady? Um, the detective? Police. The police? Mm-hmm. Yeah, her. She was like making it out like they were... Animals, yes, like, yes, like, yes. like hard, like they were cold criminals about rape. Like, how can I find someone to rape? And then let me right. drag her and beat her and like. Right, they went to the. Do you park really think that's their mindset somebody. right now? I promise you. I promise you. When 
kids are going to the park unless they've been through like some really bad stuff when they was young, like even younger, like they're not right. They just want to go to the park and play. They want to hang out with their friends. Yeah, they might talk to some girls. Yeah, they might even try to get at some. But they're they're so young. They just want to. They just want to be have cool, fun. right? They want to be cool and have fun, play some street ball. They just want to hang out, play right. tag in the park. They're not trying to find ladies to rape and and pillage. Yeah, <laughs> but, and it's like at no point was she giving them the benefit of the doubt. It's nope. like it, nothing they said was worth looking into because she already knew that these were the ones. They were guilty from the jump. And it was so unfair. It was unfair that the one um, child got hit in the head with the hat because he was just trying right. to... With the police helmet. Right, the police helmet. He was just trying to get home. He didn't do anything wrong. Right. I mean, in that case, some people would ask, well, then why were you running? But that's what they always ask. You always but, run from the police. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when, when you're in a situation that I think, you know, especially kids, when they know that they're not supposed to be somewhere, mm-hmm. then if somebody of authority comes around, it didn't matter. It didn't even have to be a police officer. It, it could have been, been one the of their parents. Door neighbor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They're going to run. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anytime that you, even if, even if you're in your own house and you have kids who did something wrong and you come in the room, they're going to go run and try to sit somewhere. You know what I mean? So they're going to run. You know about that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I, I think, uh, you know, that, that the issue that I have with it also is that if you have, if these were white kids, then I don't think that they would have questioned them like they did. They'd have been like, oh, well, these are kids. Right. You see what I'm saying? Oh, they're 15. Oh, they're kids. You know, it's so like, they couldn't have done it. It's like grace is not given to all. It's as if we or some people reserve grace for some people. Right. And that's not fair. Mm-mm. It's you not know? just. Right, right. Because it's not it's, just. Yeah, life's not fair. Right. But it should be just. Absolutely. Where if, you know, if you're going to hold a 15-year-old accountable for this thing, then make that across the board. You know, and obviously look at the situation and see whether it's warranting of that. But you can't condemn someone before you've ever gotten the evidence of the situation. Just because they're in the location doesn't mean that they're the culprit. Right. And I think that two thing, two situations in this uh, docuseries and in the real life of these men, because they're men now, mm-hmm. um, that really, really, really touched my heart in a way that you know it anyway and that leads me to a question though so i got this question coming after you finish well the first situation is um uh when oh shoot i forget the guy's name uh his dad when he was in there and then the police officer talked to him in the hallway and then the dad went back in and told him to just tell the truth and just say what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. And in that moment. So he wouldn't lose his job. In that moment, that father had a crucial decision to make. 
and the decision that was made contributed to a, a, a situation that changed this dude's life forever. Right. And in listening to him talk today, he is still affected adversely by that. He never made amends with his dad. Now, there may have been some moments where he was able to tolerate his father's presence. But when he was asked if he forgave him, he hadn't because he said that he felt like his dad coming in there, telling him to lie, Mm -hmm. changed his whole life. And he was sentenced to jail for something that he did not do. He said the last time he lied, he had to go to jail for six years and he will never lie again. And I mean, just listening to him today share that. It's like it breaks your freaking heart because he was a kid and his whole life has been altered because of this situation. And then the go ahead. I was just going to say, and I'm not going to switch to my my question yet, but that is and that was, if I'm not mistaken, the only father that was a part. No, no, no. That wasn't the only father because the other guy had his father there. And his father had to go to work. So he too left mm, and left mm-hmm. his mama there. Right. You know what I mean? Or, the, well, it grandma. would be the kid's grandma. Yeah. You know, um, but that was two different ways that fathers reacted to the situation. Right. Actually, it was the same, honestly, because both of them chose their job over the status of their child. And, and the unfortunate thing about it is, while I'm sure in their heart, mm-hmm. they would not want their child to suffer. It's like in that moment, that's what they felt they had to do. They have to take care of their family and in taking care of their family, they have to get to work. And so while to you or to even me or to someone else that may seem like, well, why would you do that? Why would you see, why would you, you know, leave your child in this type of situation to get to work. Well, this is mm-hmm. 1989. You know, things are a little bit different. They don't have the flexibility that people may have now or even that you may have as an entrepreneur. So yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I am know. looking at it with a different lens. Yeah. But I'm still looking at it as a father. I get you it. You know what I mean? And, and I know me and as, as a, a father, father. You want to provide. And so in that moment... That wasn't the time to provide. Like for me, my my whole thought process behind that situation is for me at that time, it's the time to protect. Mm -hmm. That's where I become the protector because right now somebody is being aggressive towards my child. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like even though they're in a police station and you hope that the police are going to take care of your child or whatever, right? Because they're there to protect and serve. However, you know, and, and it's not even about race even per se it's just the fact that my child is around a bunch of adults and there's no adult on my child's side there you know what I mean and even if I can't afford a lawyer or nothing then that means that I need to be there you're right and I I agree with that 100 percent but what I'm what I'm what I choose not to do is Mm -hmm. I'm not going to blame the parent because I feel like in that moment that parent was doing what they thought in that moment was the right thing to do yeah, and, and hindsight is always twenty twenty, and sometimes we make decisions as parents where we might look on it a year later, five years later, and say, "Well, 
I, I should have done this, 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 and this. And how many of those parents today may be living with guilt, knowing that their child had to have this experience because they didn't make a different choice. Yeah. And so I just feel like they just felt like in that moment, they were doing what they had to do. People were taught, the police were, uh, were you know, you know, you listen to the police. You do what the yeah. police tell you to do. Yeah, know. You know, they're a little intimidated by the police. Even still today, it's like that. Yeah, 1989. Yeah. I mean, I get it. But but still, you know what I mean? Like, for me, it's the parent's job. Like, like nothing is more important than your child. I get it. Well-being. And, and having them, it doesn't matter. Even if they were at school, if they were in a parent-teacher conference and the parent had to go to work, but you left the child in there with nothing but teachers. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's still an uneven ratio, and I don't like that. You know what I mean? So, so for me, I feel like, and this leads exactly to my next question, is do you think that all police officers should be parents? Reason why I say that no. is, because, is because you have a different outlook on life when you are a parent, when you have a family. You see what I'm saying? Because Sometimes you do, sometimes I'm, you don't. Facts, I'm saying, I'm saying, but the way that you deal parents. with people's—I mean, that's true. But the way you deal with people's children are going to be different because you understand what being a parent is. Yeah, if I, you a bigot, you well, a bigot. So you, you well, going, I mean, that's true. Right. Jump in here. Yeah, you can, but just one second. You, if you, if you don't like brown people, then whether you have kids or not, you're not going to like brown people, and you're going to treat them a certain way because they are black or brown. Yeah. So I don't think that being a parent is going to make you a better police officer or not. I feel like being a decent human being is what's going to make you a good police officer. Yeah, and I agree with that. I just feel I just feel like that you would make, you know, there's there's another type of understanding that you have if you've never been a parent or never or, or never been in that position where you have to think about the well-being of your child, then you make different decisions. And I feel like most people who are parents wouldn't have maybe even came at the children that way. They would have maybe answered questions. Probably some of them were parents. But you know what I mean? Like the, I think the people who didn't play them hard were the people who probably were parents. I just agree well, with mommy. If you're racist, you're going to be racist regardless of if you have kids. That's all. Okay. Yes, I agree with her statement. All I want to say is that I wouldn't want to limit the police like that. Right. Because, I mean, then it's like somebody could really be a good person and maybe exactly. they just not married and maybe they never wanted to be married. Maybe they just don't have kids, but they have a great mindset. You don't have to. I mean, yeah, I don't have kids and I think that I treat everybody pretty nice. I don't think <laughs> I'm getting at kids or adults. You know, I think. That it really just depends upon how you've been raised and the things that you believe, because whether all these all these other little things like whether you have kids or not, or maybe you didn't have parents or whatever it is like you. You could still be a good citizen, you could still right. be a good human being, right. Absolutely. whether you've had yeah. those things or not. So. I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. I think that there needs to be a better training. I think it's yes. too easy to be a police officer because you hold so many people's lives in your hands, not just saving people, but getting people off the streets that are causing ruckus <laughs> or whatever. I think that 
it's too easy. And if we make that a little bit harder and, you know, teach them things that can help everyone and not just whatever motives they're trying to push, then right. whatever quota they're we'll trying be to in be. A, <laughs> we'll be in a better place. Right. So the second thing that was really huge for me was the fourth part in the docu-series when they shared Corey Wise's story. And um, watching that, I can say I was moved on so many emotional levels that... Are you talking about when he was going crazy in jail? It's not just limited to when he was going crazy in jail. His whole story is one of triumph in adversity, in my opinion. Right. Uh, because I always try to look at a situation and try to find at least something that could be good. And it's like horrific that this 16-year-old was convicted and then sentenced to jail and he had to go to adult prison. He had to go right. to Rikers Island. And he had to endure so many traumatic experiences. And even the scene where his mom came to visit him. And in that moment, I think all he wanted was a hug. Right. When was the last time that this child experienced love and affection? He's being beat up in prison and... He's in solitary confinement. He's in solitary. He's just being traumatized. And when he does meet someone who finally cares about him mm. in a remote way to just, you know, do things for him, give him something to read, get him, give him the chia plant. I You're mean, just about the guard. Yeah. yeah. The chia pet. The chia pet. Yeah. Because he, he out said, how to turn the air on. Absolutely. Like, it's like those things that is. Human being a decent Humanity. human being. Yeah. That is what being an extension of God in the earth is all about. And I promise you, during that episode, I cry because I felt the pain that he was experiencing. And seeing him as an adult, knowing that he endured these things, and we don't even know all that he dealt with. Mm -hmm. But seeing, we'll never know right, all that he dealt with. Seeing him today it's like dude you know you see him smile and it's like some people would be so angry right Rage he smiles field. he hugs people and i really think that that's probably refreshing for him because he was in jail for what i think 13 years yeah. yeah, I think that's what they said. And it's crazy because he only went there to comfort his oh friend. Oh, my gosh. He was asleep just waiting for his friend right. just to wake up, and then they charge him, and he has nothing to do with anything at all. Right. He's he, completely he knows, innocent. He knows less than everybody else. Exactly. Because he wasn't even there that night. And you can't help, well, for me, I can't help but think of my 16-year-old brown boy. Right. And I mean, he probably feels like, well, I'd always got to go back to me. But I cannot imagine. I, d I just simply can't imagine. And it's like you can't help but be 
empathetic. Mm-hmm. You can't help but feel compassion knowing that this person endured what they endured. And it was all for what? All right. Like what was what was <laughs> what was the purpose of this whole situation? What did anybody gain from it? It was just another rape case closed. Right. Another conviction. Actually five. And that's that's unfortunate that that's I mean, trying to look from every angle, that seems to be the only kind of win for anybody because it seems like a huge lose situation. Right. And but, they didn't even take their time out to go try to find anybody else. Mm-mm. Nope. It wasn't even, like there were possible other possible people that could have been a part of this. And then it's even crazier because these kids didn't even know each other. Right. Right. And that, that was huge. Only two of them knew each other. And those, right. the, and those were the two that the one only came to help his friend. Right. They didn't, they had no idea who the other person was, any of these people. Right. But that's why I didn't get how any of it made sense anyway, because when you take it, first of all, I didn't even understand how it would get in literally watching it. I already knew what was going to happen, but when it was happening, I was like, I thought that won't go happen. Like it was (laughs) like, it was a TV show. Like I'm hoping for the best. Um, but I just really didn't understand how they, how it even got to a case in the first place because the information really didn't add up at all. Like it did. And they knew it. They were like, they were like the DNA, right? But then they were like, they couldn't have been in X place and still in this place. Like it wouldn't have. And she's like, oh no, they had to do it. Like they was just running, trying to rape a woman. And so I was just like, you know, when you convict like that, it's supposed to be beyond the shadow of a doubt. And if there's doubt, then that can't be. Right. That can't be. But then that goes to the jury too. You know what I'm saying? Because how could the jury? Where are those jurors? You uh, know, and and do they they feel remorseful or are they sad that this, that their decision contributed to this for those five individuals? Right. And. Because how can you like, just based on it now, of course, we watching the documentary. So it's not like we have. it's not like we have the same exposure to the information that they had. No, you have it. Well, in no, that two hundred thousand um, page 200, documents 000. about the yeah yeah and and, and well, watching that stuff and reading it, it's like oh my gosh, like this really did happen. Right. Well, I'm talking about I'm talking about what they were able to hear in court. Mm-hmm. Like we saw stuff too because they played it out. Right. So it's like we more than likely have more information than they were able to get from the trial you know and so even with the information that they kind of showed that they were giving that information was enough to say that i couldn't convict them it should have been enough you know what i'm saying yes so anybody i mean any person in their right mind that heard the right stuff should have been able to say that "Mm, i still have doubt right you know what i'm saying even if I, i still have doubt yeah um Am I able to convict for this beyond a reasonable doubt? Beyond a reasonable doubt, you know. So, anyway, that that was a very um, heavy, yes, heavy trying 
some people couldn't watch it at all right. because I saw a lot of on social media that was like, nope, I'm not watching. I can't, I can't even watch it. Yeah. You know, they started it and had to cut it off and just wouldn't go back. Yeah. You know, because it's too real. Like it's real, real. You know what I mean? Like it's real when, especially when you know that these things are happening and, that and that's what makes it sad. That's what makes it sad. Is that that's it, what makes it, it disappointing. True. Right. It's I don't a, get how people don't feel a way when they watch it anyway. Right. Right. It's it's a it's a it's a traumatic um, series, and if you do choose to watch it, watch it and and you know give yourself grace, allow yourself to feel the emotions. Don't hold on to it. Don't get, don't hold on to the anger that is going to come up. Right. Um, breathe through it and let it go. Meditate. If you need some help with meditation, if you need love and kindness meditation, you visit KhadijahRBZ.com and book yourself an appointment. It'll be the best thing for you. I promise you. Um, but with that being said, I do appreciate the team for watching it and I, I value their opinions and I pray that we're able to take something from this and become better so that we can be better, not just in our own space, but in the space that we, um, uh, walk in as we, you know, live our lives because change is necessary and change will begin with us and what we decide to put our hands to. So from... The coolest family in podcasting. No, on the internet, period. Team B's. We out. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Team B's. To keep the show going, partner with us at teambees.com slash partner. We out.